Fred Ricciani of TSC. We had the pleasure of speaking to director Lazario Lazon, the man behind Hashtag Unknown, now streaming on Amazon Prime Video in collaboration with Romeo Miller and Master P. I was looking up your IMDb, doing some research on you, the great work you've been doing with Master P. And the last time I checked when you collabed with Master P, you guys did a, a movie on the romantic side of things. And Absolutely. it seems like the complete opposite. So what inspired you to create this thriller unknown. Look at, man, the total opposite of comedy is darkness. You know what I'm saying? It's always, uh, because you can, and I just feel like Never and Again is so much of who I am. And then you look at this film, it's so much the total, because uh, it's the total opposite, but at the same time, uh, I, I like to, as a writer, I like to always make people think. I like to make people, I like to take people on a, emotional journey make them think one thing and you know bet all their money on it (laughs) (laughs) figure it out and then it's something else did you have more trouble casting this type of film or romantic comedy or or did they both have like their own unique challenges when making a film well i think that honestly both have their challenges but i think that a, a lot of times dramas are what people, when they first start in their career, when they, you know, a lot of actors get a lot of parts like that, especially if they're very well known and like a never and again. So a lot of them may not want to do that anymore. I experienced that some uh, <clears throat> with the previous film. I just experienced people like that, that, that liked the project, but they didn't want to do that, go down that road anymore. So, so then you got this type of film unknown, hashtag unknown, is that you have people, I mean, it both have their different challenges, but I think that a lot of actors feel like this type of film challenges them more. You know, this is different. This kind of forces them to explore their range and really kind of tap into it because as we talked about off the air, won't give too much away, this movie really does mess with your mind. Yeah, and I mean, and you have to have phenomenal actors too, man. I, I, I have hats off to... Hal Ozen, uh, our lead guy. I mean, you always got to have an anchor. You know, uh, P, Master P did a great job. Denise Boutte, Tom Sizemore, Judd Nelson, the whole cast. But you have to have somebody to, like, kind of guide it. And, I mean, he's phenomenal, um, an underrated actor. But uh, this movie is definitely bringing a lot more attention to just how great the lead was to be able to pull off that for sure and, and i love the entrepreneurial spirit of master p of romeo miller of what you guys have going on especially with the with the independent films and everything else this is getting uh, a whole lot of buzz currently of course streaming on amazon prime video how did you first link up with master p oh master p it just it man i just always say that things happen the way they supposed to happen man it just through a chain of events i got connected with his partner and um, because it's interesting, when I did Never and Again, I wrote it even before I met Master P. Because just like everybody, I was following the buzz of what Master P. I, I liked the idea of what he was involved in, the difference that he wanted to make. And and then I just wrote, I actually wrote um, the character for Master P in Never and Again before I even knew Master P. <clears throat> and it just so happened 
through a chain of events. I was connected to his partner, uh, who I didn't know was his partner at the time, but uh, she was the gateway and and um, and she and he read the script, loved it. And now we all like, you know, his company, my company, like uh, and <clears throat> myself, and my partner's company are like doing a lot of collaborating on a lot of stuff now. So it just I'm, I'm like I always say, I'm amazed at P. I'm amazed at P for this reason right here. Like, you know, I think that people for him to be successful, as successful as he is people don't realize in order to be that you have to be a person that's willing to adapt to any environment. I've seen that dude from when I first met him to where he's become now a person that can become anything. And I think that his acting is just like, <laughs> and I work with, a, work with a lot of people, but I've seen him come so far, so far, you know, and I hope that this movie can kind of show people like, Hey, he he definitely has he he def is definitely no ceiling to where he can go with his ability. We know he we know everybody know he's amazing in the business world. That's no question. But to be able to come over in the acting world and really show his chops, kudos, you know. Does that inspire you as a filmmaker? Because especially when you're starting out as any type of creator, especially filmmaker, you got to wear a whole lot of hats. And I can imagine at times, especially when you were first starting out seem kind of overwhelming. If you look on your IMDb, you haven't just done directing, you've done writing, you've done producing, you've done cinematography, you've been acting yourself. So does seeing how he handles things, does that inspire you to be a better filmmaker? Um, I just think it inspires me to, one thing I've learned, I've learned through my, through my journey to, <clears throat> to focus on what I am great at, you know, and, and I try to minimize because now I have a solid team I try to minimize how many hats that I wear. But anytime you're around greatness and people that have achieved greatness, it's a situation where, man, if you ever want to get to the ultimate level, you have to be around people that has been successful at the, or that's successful at the ultimate level. So, so the people that I'm associated with, uh, uh, people that have, you know, accrued great success in real estate or, or like film or just everything. You know, I like to surround myself because the, the language that everybody talk that's successful is different than people talk that's not successful. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so just being around, I try to surround myself and yes, I mean, how could you not? I mean, if 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 Percy, you know, uh, Master Pete Miller never said a word, I can look at his resume and get inspired. You know what I'm saying? My post team, my post production team, been with me since for ten over ten years. Wow! So you, I always feel like this when you keep a good system, you you keep it together. Um, I treat my people well, you know. I respect them. We all fans of each other. They're a fan of my directing. I'm a fan of. If you ever want to see me act like a little kid, watch me in sound because I sit with my sound. People are like wow, wow what they can do. It's one thing that I can create the visual, <clears throat> but it's another thing to watch the sound people get in there and bring it to life. And you know, my DP, all of them, we've been together for a while. So when you get this great core of people, man, it's hard to want to replace people that have showed their value to you that 
and they and, and they come to the table and make you better. When somebody when somebody comes to the table and make you better, you, you don't want to replace them. I love the, the composition uh, of Unknown. Who is your composer? Harold Squire. Hmm. And then we have some additional composition as well. But Harold Squire was a... Uh, from a uh, uh, man, uh, he, and he's been with me for over 10 years too, from Switzerland. Okay. <laughs> some of the most, I ain't gonna lie, some of the most amazing composers, man. I, I always say, man, <clears throat> I work with so many international people as well. It just feel like each country oftentimes, and don't get me wrong, America got exceptional people as well. Exceptional. You know, it just so happened I came across Harold <laughs> at a certain time. But, and it's so interesting because I feel like a lot of countries specialize in certain things. You know what I'm saying? It's because mm -hmm. I've, ex I've uh, come across so many composers from Switzerland. It's pretty amazing, you know, so. Wow, so, so you're saying if you're a filmmaker and you meet somebody from Switzerland, they might be a good composer. They just, I mean, it just so happened when I was looking for, um, when you're looking for certain things at one time, like when I first was looking for Harold, just like um, visual effects, I got a lot of people from America, which I work with a lot of phenomenal VFX people here as well. But I just so happened, found a lot of VFX specifically from certain countries, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doing, just like when you look for com com composers, you find a lot of them specifically <laughs> that you get a lot of Americans, but you get a lot of them that specifically from certain places, you know? So, you know, so it's, it's pretty interesting, man, but it's a lot of, and then a lot of people come over here. They start off there, then they come here because California is obviously the pool where you got so many talented people at. When it came to filming Unknown, did you film that all throughout 2020 or did that happen before the pandemic? 90%, it just was so happened, man, with Unknown. Most of it was shot during the pandemic. Wow, so what kind of challenges did you face? Well, I had, I had a, a team, man. I have a team that was, um, you know, my, my producing partner, Tatiana Chikova. I mean, she followed the guidelines. And again, I worked with people I knew. I didn't bring too many people in that I didn't have prior relationship with. And that I, I, I tried to surround us with only with professional people who respect the code of the industry. Uh, you know, so everybody followed the guidelines and and they worked their tail off. And obviously we saw the result and the result was awesome. It's great you're getting so much love right now for, for your work. You've been at it for a long time. I'm curious, how did you break into film? Was it always a dream for you to get into it or did you see yourself as an author, an actor or anything else? Naivete. Naivete. I was, um, I remember being at the University of Arkansas. And I was like, this was the year before I came, I was playing football. A year before I moved to LA, <clears throat> they asked you, what do you want to do? Because I was always writing. I've been writing since I was 10. And so when they asked me, what do you want to do? I was like, I, I dream that one day I can go to California and do, you know, what I'm doing. And so a year later, I was here. But I think that it all started with like, you know, just like everybody, naive optimism, you know? And then, you know, but it just so happened. They always say, if you, the first test, if you can last in LA two years, then five years, and then if you can last out here 10 years, maybe you, you know, maybe you'll last, you know what I'm saying? And so, so I was just one of them people that, 
that was always, man, the drive, what I wanted for our way, the, the obstacles that was in front of me. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but, you know, I, I constantly tried to grow. When I first started out, when I first got to L.A., I was doing um, I was doing acting, modeling, uh, whatever I could to break into business. <clears throat> and it wasn't until I did my first film that I, because I was a personal trainer, and I financed my first short film. That's when I realized, I'm like, wow, I got rid of everything else. I said, I want to stay behind the camera. I want to stay behind the camera. And, and since then, I just kind of just constantly been growing and just trying to be the best at what I can, you know? And now, been doing it so long, you should be good at it. <laughs> at this point, you should be good at it. When did you decide to really go the independent route? Because it's obviously very hard. It can certainly be more rewarding, especially because of the fact that, well, you have the creative control and you own the IP. I just think ultimately the independent route was easier for me at that time because I didn't see the other avenues. I didn't see the other avenues. And and it just so happened when you start out in the independent route, you can immediately become creative. You can immediately like you can you can immediately like learn by trial and error. And it wasn't, you know, many of my early features, you know, you do them, you don't make money, you don't you do this, you don't. And uh but I think the whole key is, man, like I always say is you got to constantly get better, constantly get better. And it just so happened on, when we did Never and Again, that was, you know, I always tell people that was my final straw. That was one of them situations. I'm like, man, I didn't try everything. I didn't did this. I did that. Because at the end of the day, it's about making you got to we love art, but art is like at some point you got to make money off of it. And uh, if you want to survive. Um, so when I did Never and Again, I'm like, wow, we actually finally broke through. And, and it did successfully very well. That opened the door to, to where we are now. Before we let you go, we always like to ask our guests some kind of random rapid fire questions for people watching, listening to get to know them better. Are you ready? Go ahead. What's your favorite late night snack or cheat meal? Hmm. Man, at this point. Maybe, maybe some crackers or something. Any kind of crackers? Uh, man, I can't think of them crackers, what they call. Damn, my mind is going blank. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But the little sweet little crackers. Okay, there you go. I gotta, I'm trying to stay away from, I mean, it's easy to say ice cream or something like that. But at the, right now, that stuff stick to you, man. Yeah. So I got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah. What would you say is your most awkward moment as a filmmaker? When we did uh, Unknown, the original, when we was getting ready to shoot, because you see it ain't no nudity in the film, right? No nudity in the film. But I remember we lost an actress that was very well known on the first day of the shoot because she like, I just don't condone of all the nudity. <laughs> <laughs> So we had like we had like an exceptional first AD who was also the co-producer on the film. We ended up everything worked out because he just ended up shooting the main actor stuff first. And then we ended up casting uh, the phenomenal uh, Nicole Tom. Uh, but she did all that. And the girl played nude in every other film she did. Right. <laughs> it wasn't no nudity, but she was nude in every other film she did just about. But she says she could not condone the nudity in this film. And it ain't no nudity in the film. 
<laughs> but that's that's kind of you know Hollywood, but I don't think she read very well or something. I don't know because there wasn't no nudity. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I, I mean, I watched her. I watched the whole movie. <laughs> like over the weekend, it's like, yeah, dude. I guess I guess when she saw something to do with ghosts, they got to be nude, right? <laughs> they got to be yeah. nude. I don't condone that. Yeah. I'm it's like wait, it's like wait, a shower scene ghost. Like I know where this is going. Yeah, maybe it's just the Reddit. Hey, I think she had did already like movies like uh, Friday the Thirteenth and all that, where they just everything turned to nudity. So everything was a gateway to nudity to her. <laughs> so that's why she just a sense like a ghost, a shower. It's got to be some nudity there. It's got to. So that's. God. That's kind of it wasn't that funny at the time, but you know. What would you say is your most underrated film? One, just one in your catalog that you could say, you know what, Th this is the one where I feel like I did I did some of my best work in the early days. I'd really like people to give more love to. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one right there, man, because I didn't grow so much. You know, the budget thing got bigger. I did this one film called Contrast. I did it called Contrast. You know. Um, now, I, I wouldn't want people to go back and watch it, but it was a heartfelt story. It was a heartfelt story. I did another film called Perspective. A lot of my later work was just shot very beautiful, shot very beautiful. So, but honestly, I just think as far as the level where I'm at now, it's hard for me to fully endorse, you know, too much of my earlier stuff because, you know, I wasn't working with, you know, the level of cinematographers, um, uh, the level of of actors all around, you know? Um, even though the guy, uh, Ray Stoney, who played the the deputy in this movie, I mean, he's phenomenal. We very close, very, very great guy. I work with him a lot of my earlier work as well. What's the best piece of advice you give anybody who is looking for success? Grow, grow, because so, the problem that I have with so many people and, 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 and this has worked to my advantage, but it has hurt a lot of other people and people can call it being too humble or whatever. But one thing I was never afraid to do was be honest with myself. Like in this business, you gotta look at yourself for what you are. A lot of times people come into the business like I've been doing it for 10 years and, and you know, I deserve this, I'm this. But the key is you got to be willing to grow. You got to be willing to get better, you know, because this is an industry that really don't care about you. They care about you when people care about you, basically, in this industry. So I always tell people, man, be honest with yourself. Be open to growing. Be open to growing. Be open to like if you want to be a director, like I always tell people when I when I direct a movie, and independence didn't change now compared to 10 years ago. But I always told people, when I look at a, a poster or a movie, I always look at studio level movies because that's what you want to, if you can aim whatever you're doing to look closer to something that was put out by the studio, then, you know, even if you don't have the budget, it's still gonna look closer than what somebody that don't have no money doing. So that's what I always tell people, like, <clears throat> be open to getting better, growing, doing your homework. And I think that's, and then, you know, approaching everything with a sense of humility, not arrogant, not looking down on the 
because so much, so many people do this one mistake right here. You get into your ego, then you talking crap to the PA. You talk, you putting down this person, not realizing that PA could be a USC student or New York or, 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 or like go to the University of New York. They could be going to all these places that you don't know what their backstory is. And all of a sudden you putting them down, you treat them like crap. Then in five years, you ain't doing nothing. And they working at uh, William Morris. <clears throat> so so I have a model, man, of uh, always treat people with respect. Treat people with respect, show them that they're valuable, and people are gonna go to the end of the world for you. And not just not just the PA, but the CEO, everybody will go. And I and I experience a lot of that because I I respect people, man. Phenomenal advice, wise words from a wise man. Much respect to your journey. I really appreciate your time. Why should people watch hashtag unknown on Amazon Prime Video? Man, I want. I think that people should watch hashtag unknown. It's a, it's a psychological thriller that's going to take you on a roller coaster for Halloween this year. I think this is a. If you like the movies like Sinister, The Ring, I think you're going to love this movie, man. It's going to take you on a journey of pure entertainment of love, I guess, you know, all those different emotions of everything. But I think that hashtag unknown is a great movie. And I'm not just saying this because I did it, but I just think with the cast, everybody, I think you guys enjoy it. And we would love, love to hear your feedback when you watch it. And where can fans find you online? Uh, they can find me online. At, you can find me on Facebook at Lazarelli Song, director Lazarelli Song. The last name is spelled L-I-S-O-N. It's easy to find it. You can just look me up on IMDb. You see how my name's spelled. I'm also on Instagram. Check him out and check out Unknown on Amazon Prime Video.